So I, I'm, I'm a guy, I love just going straight for it. Uh, I, like I, I got something on my heart that I need to share with y'all. So buckle up, we're going to go for it. Amen, church? Hey, let's go to the Word. Who's got the Word? Who's got the Word here? Go ahead to Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. This is the famous, you know, uh, Charlie Brown. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> I want to read about the story that changed everyone's life here today. I want to read the story that changed everyone's life here today. Let's read about it. An angel appeared, and he appeared to some shepherds. Look at the first thing. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news. Someone say good news. Good news of great joy that will be for all. Someone say all. All the people. Today in the town. Hey, let's go. Yes. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angels praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them, and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, we have to go now and see what just happened. This is incredible. We have to go right now and see what just happened. Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and, for, uh, and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. Church, you are all here tonight, whether you like it or not, all for one purpose. We celebrate this one amazing event. We are here to celebrate the moment the world changed. His arrival. That's what we're celebrating tonight. That's why I loved, even while we were doing worship, I want to, I want to read about praise. Because this is the moment everything changed for you. This is the moment. I hope you get the magnitude of this moment. That your hope, your hope was found. That your healing was found. That your restoration that your, was found. The moment that salvation and eternity was found for you who were lost and broken and hurting. It's a big deal tonight. His arrival changed everything. His arrival changed everything. And so we've been in this series at church called I'm Here and It's Different Now. Someone say, I'm here and it's different now. And we've been, we've been going through how, how to walk in authority that God has given us. How to operate in the authority that he has planned for us to walk in and has so graciously given to us. And I couldn't think of a better way to end the year than to state it so simply. Christ is here and it is different now. Because I feel like sometimes we can preach and get caught up with self. Yeah. We can come and get caught up with self. We can come and endeavor for self and we forget the one thing, which is the fact that he's here and my life has changed forever and ever. And so tonight it's real simple. Christ is here and it's different now. Someone say it's different now. It's different now. It's different now. It's different now. Isaiah prophesies, go ahead, you can put it in Isaiah chapter 9. He says, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called, someone say it with me, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, and prince of peace. That's who we're talking about today. This is not some ordinary moment. This is an extravagant blessing from heaven that changes the course of time. 
This is the birth of my Savior, your Savior. There's nothing like him, and there will never be anything like him. And there's nothing else that you need. I love what M was saying just before this moment. I don't know what you came in here with. I don't know if it's your first time in church for 10 years. I don't know if it's your first time here at CORE. I don't know what your story is. I don't know if you've never been to church before. I don't know what your story is. All I know is that he is everyone's hope. And he is all that every heart longs for. And the enemy comes and tries to deceive and be your source in a different way. And I'm here to tell you that we don't need anything else. Just him. Amen, church. Are you sure for me? Are you sure it's for all? Really? The God of the universe, the one who spoke and breathed and formed stars, universes. He had the capacity to separate land and water, who so perfectly knitted every animal together and then breathed life into our nostrils. That guy cares about me. He wants to know me? What do you all think, church? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. So Isaiah prophesied about this miraculous birth, but he also prophesies of his marvelous works. That rhymed. Hello. Mm. And I want to share from his writings. Share about what Jesus is coming and has come to do. Can I share that with you all tonight? Someone say, it's different. It's different for the lost wanderer. Tonight, I want to show you that he came for all. The lost wanderer. Maybe you're sitting here tonight and you feel like you have no purpose. What is the point of tomorrow? What am I doing? What am I here for? Why do I go through the same routine? Waking up at 8, closing my eyes at 10, 9.30 if you're getting old like me, hello. I'm like 9 o'clock, I'm like, babe, we gotta go. Are you feeling like you're just wandering forever and ever? It's beautiful. Look at what, what Isaiah says what God says about you, you are my servant. I've chosen you and not cast you off. You're not far away. Fear not. Someone say, for I am with you. I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Whatever it is that you're going through, he's with you, and he's got a plan and a purpose for everything that's going on. He's walking with you through your trials so long as you give him your life. Watch him. Watch him walk with you for the rest of your days, and your days will be filled with anointing and appointment and a purpose and a plan, and no longer is the mundane mundane anymore. You know what's awesome about walking with Jesus is sometimes Sometimes you do the same exact thing, yet purpose just floods the room. So you might think that, oh, I just, you know, I have a three-year-old and a six-year-old. That's really cool. The way that I look at my kids, they're my calling and my life and my assignment. And I'm raising up warriors for the kingdom of God that are going to spread the gospel to the ends of the earth. That's what happens when you find this Christ-given assignment and purpose. No longer am I a wanderer, not sure of what is to come. I have a plan. He's got a plan. 
I got a calling and a destination that he's taking me to. And I can follow him all the way there. So my question for you to consider tonight in the bottom of your heart is, are you lost? His scripture says that he'll do everything to find the one that is lost. Everything. So if that's you, Jesus came for you, amen? Someone say, it's different. It's different for the sinner in chains. Oh, I know I'm preaching tonight. Hello. Nick, I thought it's Christmas time. It's supposed to be a fun message, man. I got to speak truth here, church. It's different for you and I who have been held in chains for all of our life. It's different for you and I who make the same mistake day in and day out knowing that we are killing ourselves from the inside. It's different now. Now that he's in our life, now that he walked on earth, now that he came from heaven and was born, it is different now for those who are held in captivity and those who are brokenhearted. Look at this. I love that Emmy shared this earlier. She's sharing my message, babe. Come on now. Isaiah 61. This is what Jesus, he opens up this scroll at one point in his, in his ministry. And he goes before the people and he says, hey, this prophecy right here, it's about me. And they were all enraged with him. But look at what this prophecy says. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim. Someone say good news. Good news. What is the good news? That he came, lived a perfect life, died and rose again, leaving yours and my sin in the grave and making us whole and giving us life. That's the good news. Good news to the poor. Here's the thing. You might be sitting here saying, oh, that might be good news for those who got it all together, those who have a million bucks, those who've been perfect their whole life. No, Jesus was actually a friend of sinners, church. He sat down with people that were debaucherous day in and day out. And he extended himself to those who were far, far from perfect like you and me. And then look at what he says. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. Christmas can be one of the most difficult times. I was just talking with my mom. I love my pap. And just over a year ago, we lost him. My heart's broken. I miss him. I wear his ring every day. And God knows how to bind all of that up and bring it all together. Are you hurting in this season? Jesus is here. He sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives. You know what's crazy about being a captive is a captive is one who has done nothing wrong. They're just stolen. Whether you believe it or not, you and I, because of the, the decisions that Adam and Eve made, we were born into sin. We were stolen. We were captives captives to a slave and a sin mindset a slave and a sin consciousness and you and I have been captives whether we like it or not you can endeavor to be perfect all you want but we've been captive don't you feel it aren't you done with that I don't want to be a captive anymore I lived that life for years and years I gave my life to Jesus when I was 15 and it changed everything that captivity was gone. And I'm here to tell you tonight that that captivity can be gone for you as well.
and, and release from darkness for the prisoners. Those are people who made a decision and made a mistake and have the consequences for it. He can release the chains and the shackles that have been on your wrists for decades. He can release that, that chain of that computer screen with images on it that destroy your heart inside and destroy your marriage every day. He can release those chains that tell you you have to go to the end of a bottle so that you can be right for the day. He can release those chains that tell you to wake up fearful every day of your life, panicking before you go into work. And then you hope no one notices that you're depressed and anxious when you walk in. He can release those chains. He can set us free. Amen, church? It's different for the sinner in chains like me. Someone say, it's different. It's different for the afflicted. Is this you? Hey, we are part of a fallen world and we get sick and we get hurt and our mind gets distorted. There's philosophies and doctrine outside of his word that are trying to trip us up and hurt us day in and day out. And there is restoration and there is healing to be found in Christ Jesus, church. There was this woman who was dealing with an issue of bleeding for over a decade. And she tried everything. Doctors. Witch doctors. I don't know, essential oils. Everything possible to be healed. And then finally she realizes if I could just touch Jesus' robe, this will go away. And I'm here to tell you today that you might think that that's some far off story in some mythical book. And I'm here to tell you today that that is a reality that can happen right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Restoration of your mind, your soul, your body. That's what he can do. Look at what he says, Isaiah chapter 53. This is what Isaiah says that Jesus will do. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows when he went to the cross. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded. Someone say wounded. He had to let his body be beat so that your body could be made whole. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his stripes, someone say it with me, we are here so are you hurting and broken within by his stripes you are healed are you catching that this is for all it's different for the afflicted we talk about mind stuff too the depression, the anxiety the suicidal thoughts the fear that stuff can all be renewed and restored church you don't have to walk around like that any longer you can be healed church that's what he came to do someone say it's different it's different go ahead for the hopeless and the fearful I've been hopeless and I've been fearful there was a time in, in our life where our family was really hurting and I was afraid and I felt very unsafe. 
and I, I would run and I didn't want to be a part of the discussion and I didn't want to be a part of the, the intensity that was going on in our home. And so I felt pretty hopeless. And you know my only escape? I would run into our bathroom and I'd turn the shower on and weep because I didn't feel like anyone heard me. And I didn't feel like this would ever change. I was hopeless. I was deathly afraid of death. I thought there was no point. And it's different for me now when I've discovered that Jesus has given us and has come and has given us hope and restoration, church. Do you feel like your marriage is hopeless? Are you afraid to be the dad that you're called to be? Do you feel that your family's never going to be brought back together? Do you fear death the moment that you wake up and make every decision off of that fear? I'm here to tell you today that Jesus came just for you. Look at this, Isaiah 61, that same chapter as earlier. Instead of your shame, someone say shame. Do you know that shame is at the foundation and at the bottom of every addiction? That is at the source of every addiction is shame. And you will receive a double portion. Instead of disgrace, someone say disgrace. You will rejoice in your inheritance. God has a beautiful inheritance for you here on earth and in heaven. And so you will inherit a double portion in your land. Come on. And everlasting joy will be yours. Does anyone need that joy in this place? So I think he meant it when he said all. Jesus really meant it when he said all. I could go for about ten more. I'll save your time. I'll be nice to y'all. But it's different for every person in this room. What happened thousands of years ago, it was a different moment that changed the course of our life. And if you haven't given your life to Jesus, today is a wonderful day. If you haven't surrendered to him and professed him as Lord and Savior, today is a beautiful day. Today is a different day. Today is the moment, the moment that is going to change your course forever and ever. Well, how's it different for each and every one of us? These sound like good things. Oh, I'll be healed. Okay, that sounds nice. Oh, okay, I won't be fearful. That sounds cool. So how's it different? How's it different for each and every one of us? And I want to talk about what Jesus did. What he simply did is without Jesus, without Christ, go ahead, put this up here. We could not be with God forever. Let me tell you something. There is an eternity that is ahead of each and every one of us, and there's two destinations, heaven and hell. I'm here to be honest, church. I'm here to be honest tonight. And without Christ, your eternity could not be secured in paradise forever and ever. Revelation describes it as saying there will be no more weeping, no more tears, no more pain. It will be perfect. It's like the streets are made of gold as clear as glass. How do you describe that? And I don't want you to walk out of this place without securing your eternal place. Without Christ, you couldn't be with him forever. You see, God, it says in John 3, 16, a famous scripture. Go ahead. For God so loved you. I love that Emmy said that earlier. For God so loved each and every one of you. Yes, the brokenness. Yes, that dark box that you don't want anyone to ever figure out. Yeah, he loves that mess too. He loves the mistakes. He loves you where you're at right now. And he's going to pull you to a different place as you repent and turn from that box and walk towards him. But 
It was out of love and compassion that Jesus left his throne, walked on earth, and gave his life for you. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. Someone say Jesus. That whoever believes in Jesus shall not perish but have eternal life. And let me tell you the other beautiful thing. I don't know if you've been to church before or you've been around people who beat you up and condemn you with the Bible. I'm here to tell you that Jesus doesn't do that. He's going to walk with you and as you grow closer to him, you're naturally going to change. You don't have to be perfect to approach him. Come as you are and watch him change you. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save it. That's what he did to give you everlasting life. Well, Nick, aren't I in heaven because I'm just a good person? You might be good for a moment, but I know I'm good sometimes. And then in my my self moments, I could be a wretched person. Can I say that? Is that okay to say? Can we be honest, church? You can have a moment that feels good where you pay for someone's food behind you, but then you go home frustrated, angry, and out of control. We're not perfect. And if heaven is perfect, we're not worthy of it. And so Jesus, what he said is through my sacrifice, I am the only way. Go ahead, put this up here. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father. No one goes to heaven except through me. So you can try being good and getting your life together all you want. I'm here to tell you today, put this up here. Romans 3 says it's simple. The righteousness, this righteousness that gets you into heaven is given through faith. Someone say faith. God's word believed. Believing him at his word that he is Lord and Savior and he has rescued you. Through faith in Christ Jesus to all who believe. Some will say all. The message really is for all. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile for all have sinned. And all have fallen short of the glory of God. I don't care how pious and how perfect you think you are. We all fall. We all need a Savior. And that's Jesus. And all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. So he so loved you that he sent his son so that you may enter into heaven through faith. Someone say amen in this place. Tonight you have an opportunity to give your life to him. If you've never done it before, you have an opportunity to give your life to him, to walk in faith forever and ever in paradise. Don't miss that moment. Second thing is this. Without Christ, go ahead, you can put this up here. We could not walk with him daily. Someone say daily. Here's the beautiful thing. Every religion, every religion out there, God is far off and unattainable. And I'm here to tell you today that Jesus wants to be a part of your life day in and day out. He wants to walk with you. We have a great creator, a God who wants to hold our hand, be beside us, behind us, in front of us, through each and every day and every step that we have, church. He doesn't just leave us and say, good luck getting to me. He says, I'll walk with you through the whole way. Somebody say, that's different. That's different. And it's not like you have to pay for it or be perfect. He just, out of his grace, when you give his life to him, when you give your life to him, he's ready to walk with you. 
And the way he does it, see, Jesus, we've been in this series. He's no longer here in the physical on this earth. But the beautiful thing is, is that he has a promise of the Holy Spirit. Someone say the Holy Spirit. He has a promise for you and for me that he's going to send a helper. Look at this. John 14 says it like this. I will ask the Father, Jesus says, and he will give you a helper to be with you. Someone say, with me? With me. Someone say, with me? Yeah. To be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. In you, church. God's spirit in you. He'll never leave you or forsake you. It's a promise that he'll fully back up. Someone say, do you not know? Do you not know? Church. Do you not know who resides in you? Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you've received from God? You're not your own. You were bought at a price, and that price was Jesus' blood that was shed on a cross for you and for me. He wants to reside in you and walk with you day in and day out. When the Spirit of truth comes, he says, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. Church, do you want to walk with him day in and day out? That's what Jesus came to do. Walk with you for the rest of your days. How beautiful is that, church? It's not just one thing to have heaven forever. It's about the fact that he's going to change our life right here, right now, church. Perfect segue into this. Without Christ, we could not live the life that we are designed for. Again, let me speak to that purpose that might be missing in your heart. I'm telling you, God has an incredible plan for each and every person in this room. Whether you think you're great or not, whether you think you're just some humble and it doesn't mean much, I'm here to tell you that God has an incredible design for your life and he wants to walk with you and see it come to fruition and see you do incredible, heavenly things that build the kingdom of God. You can't do it without Jesus, though can't do it without Jesus though it's with him that you find the life that you were designed to live amen church look at this I have come Jesus says that you may have life someone say life and someone say to the full yes come on is he two years old two-year-old gets it I have come so that you may have life and life to the full that's a great promise, church. You're not just left wandering. I will tell you, whenever you, whenever you follow him, it does get difficult, but you have joy and peace that surpasses all understanding. You have comfort that you could have never experienced. You will walk in power that is beyond your own capability. I'm here to tell you, I was praying about this and I was like, what can I tell you about the full life? What can I share with you about the full life? It comes down to three things. I'm gonna tell you today that you have freedom. Someone say freedom. It's time to break those chains. That is a full life. You've been a slave since the day you were born and now it's time to live free, church. Look at this. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. You can be free and not partially free where you're faking it. I'm talking totally free indeed, church. 
free from those chains that hold you down, free from those chains that have defeated you day in and day out. Totally free. You don't have to be burdened again by the things that once held you down. That's a full life. Amen, church? Seriously, think about slaves. When they were finally free, think of what that felt like. Great rejoicing, yeah? A different life. So I thought of freedom. Someone else, uh, I, I was talking with people and I was talking about one of the greatest gifts that we have and one of the things that I find from the kingdom of God is we finally learn how to love. Someone say love. Real and genuine love. Amongst the believers. It's different. I can speak to some of the, the, the men that we got here at church that, through Legacy Men's Ministry. There's a bond that I've never felt in my life. Never. There's a love and an edification amongst the believers that I could not describe. I can tell you that, especially in my marriage, and, and again, from my past, I was on a course to really mess up marriage. I really didn't get it. I can tell you that my wife and I, of course we have our Christian discussions, right before church. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Get the two-year on the car. Oh my gosh. Why'd you do this to me? Christian discussion mm. but you can experience a true and genuine love because love comes from God if you don't have God then you, I'll tell you this truth you actually don't have true and genuine love you don't know the picture yet you think it might look like a certain way but it looks totally different go ahead you can put this up here first John chapter 4 says it like this dear friends let us love one another someone say love one another love one another for love comes from God if you haven't given your life to him then how are you operating I can tell you that my family unit we loved one another but it was different when Jesus entered our heart there was a whole unlocking and unleashing of love that I have never experienced in my life I saw a marriage that was hanging on by a thread fully restored in Jesus' name. Still there today. There's a different love when you follow him because it comes from him. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know love or does not know God because God is literally love. That's what happens when you give your life to Jesus. There's a different love that explodes in your heart. A different love that is expressed amongst your relations and, and amongst your, your loved ones and amongst the brothers and sisters in Christ. It's a different type of love. In fact, Jesus says, the world will know you're my disciples by the way that you love one another because this love looks different. This love looks different. And then lastly, the last thing that I thought of was power. Someone say power. Oh, we've been in this series. I'm hearing it's different now. Do you know that you can walk with power and authority in a totally different way? World doesn't happen. The world does not have to happen to you. You can go and walk with authority and change some things, church. Look at what it says in Acts chapter 1. You will receive power. Someone say power. The ability to perform an activity when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria to the ends of the earth. In other words, wherever you walk, it's going to be different now. You will receive freedom. Love will be unleashed and you will walk with power. 
That sounds like a full life. Amen, church? Couldn't do it without him. Couldn't do it without him. So Christmas, can I paint this message clearly? The message is clear, church. Life, for me, and it can be different for you. But for me, it was different the moment he entered our world and the moment he entered my heart. That's what Jesus did. At one time, this is in Titus 3 to wrap up the evening. At one time, you too, Nick Miller, yes, I was foolish and disobedient, deceived and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures that I have since defeated in Jesus' name. Come on now. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. Yeah, look at Facebook. You'll see that in three seconds. But when the, when the kindness and love of our God and Savior appeared, go ahead. He saved us not because of righteous things that we had done, but because of His mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and the renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior. It keeps going so that, having been justified by His grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life someone say amen doesn't get any more clear than that he's here and it's different now church he's here and it's different now someone say it with me he's here and it's different now he's here and it's different now he's here and it's different now Jesus is here and it's different now That's why we celebrate. That's why I'll sing until my lungs give out. That's why I'm not ashamed or embarrassed by the things that I say. I'll go for them 100%. Nothing will hold me back. That's why I'll walk with authority. That's why I'll love my wife. That's why I'll lay my life down for this cause. Because it's different for me, church. And it can be different for you.